Podcast, podcast listeners. listeners. Hi, friends. Welcome to the final episode of the 2018 That Sounds Fun Christmas Party. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs, here with the whole Downs Books team, Kate, Eliza, and Jenna. And we are so happy to be here with you today for a very special Christmas Eve show. Hey, the music in the background is from our good friend. Who's it from, everybody? Dave Barnes. Dave Barnes. He is not Santa Claus, but he is Dave Barnes. And we adore him and are so thankful for him. And so make sure you grab some of his Christmas albums and any of his albums, really. My very favorite. Well, that's not fair. I love them all. So I just love them all. Um, Girls, welcome to the podcast. Hello. This is very exciting. We haven't all ever been on a podcast together. Great time. I know. Um, Kate, what do you want for Christmas this year? What are you hoping for? I asked for anything from the shop forward, basically. (gasps) Anything Pimp and Joy. Yes. Love the Bobby Bones show. Yes. Do you? I don't think I knew that about you. Okay. We should get Radio Amy on here. I know. I love her. Okay. And I'm a big fashion person, so clothes or jewelry or purses or things like that. Um, for people who haven't maybe seen you on Instagram, Insta Story, what would you say your job is here? <laughs> <laughs> I am a part-time assistant in Nashville because right. Eliza's not in Nashville. That's right. And you just handle all the things. I, I try. You're very detailed. I am. Yes, that helps. Eliza, what did you ask for for Christmas? Okay, I was thinking about this. I don't think I asked for this very well, but I have a hope in my heart that I'm going to get a cheetah fur jacket. A cheetah fur jacket, yeah. Yeah. You did. We tried one on. Yeah, we almost bought one together, and then I think that moment made me realize how much I want one. Okay. Though, I did, we do like a family um, Christmas list online where we can see each other's list, and I never yeah. put it on there, which was yeah. silly of me. Yeah. Um, but other than that... I also didn't get you a cheetah fur jacket. I'm sorry. That's okay, Annie. I know. I did get you, but I just don't want you to be holding on be holding hope on. for the next I know. four no, hours No, it's actually good. Party. It's good that I know that now. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I wanted to, but I But I'm hoping... I'm just hoping Santa Maybe brings that. Santa, Santa listens now to the show. True. So he'll If you're you. out there, SC, I know you're out there. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> Eliza, what's your job at Downs Books? My job is being your boss. That's right, pretty much. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much true. Yeah, on the road yeah. uh, and then in Atlanta. That's right. Yeah. And over the next couple of weeks, you're transitioning out. I am. To welcome on. in. To welcome in. Jenna. Me. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Jenna, what are you asking for for Christmas? I asked for world peace. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, I've hired an Enneagram 9, just so you know. (laughs) Yes, I am a peacemaker. Yes. Um, Okay. No, just the normal shoes, purse. Okay. Okay. So all the adult things that you ask for. Do you more. and your husband do like gifts for each other? Do you do like one big gift or do y'all do a trip? How do y'all? We do, we usually do like two to three big gifts and then stocking stuffers. Okay. Oh, that's so, cute. Yeah. And I make him wrap all my stocking stuff because that's what <laughs> yes. my Santa did. Okay. So, sure. That was your experience yes. of Santa as a child. Yes. Yeah. So I have to unwrap a lot of gifts, I even if that. it's you love a it. pack of gum. Yeah. Yes. You love it. Yes. And what would your job title be? Chief Annie Officer. That's right. You're the CAO. You're the Chief Annie CAO. Officer. That's right. So when people email now, it's starting now, they'll be getting starting you now. as mm-hmm. Eliza transitions out. That's all we're going to say about that because we have a lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. Totally fine. Room, but it's good. It's good. Just it's really good. We have feelings. a super great team. So today's episode is kind of like a mixture of my favorite things and an old school 
I don't know, gather your family around the radio kind of Christmas Eve show. I just got some of my very favorite people, including the ones that you have already heard, got us all together and just recorded some of my very favorite things. So we're going to start with the best dad I know. Luckily, he's also the one that I have. My dad is going to read to us, Twas the Night Before Christmas. All right, Tom, take it away. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were all nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mom in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cubit, on Donder and Blixen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas, too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys was flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and his beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. He winked in his eye and twisted his head, soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprung to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him explain ere he drove out of sight. Happy Christmas to all and to all a good night. I've always wanted to have dad on the podcast and you guys asked to have my parents on the podcast. So there you go. There is my dad reading to us the night before Christmas. It's a family tradition for us. That is what my dad reads every year on Christmas Eve to all of us. And it's just really special. So I wanted that to share with you. So thanks, dad. That was really kind of you. 
You guys know another people group that I absolutely love are my mini BFFs. They are the kids of my very best friends, hence mini BFF. And a couple days ago, I sat down with a bunch of kids and I asked them some very important questions about Christmas, all about Santa and what Christmas is about and kind of just wanted to hear their thoughts. And it was better than I could have dreamed. So here are a couple of minutes with my friends, my mini BFFs from all across Nashville. I hope you enjoy it. Can I ask you some questions about Christmas? Yes. For starters, what is your name, sir? Ben. And how old are you, Ben? Seven. Yes, you are seven. How long? I just turned it. Yeah, you did. You just turned it. Okay, here's my first question about Christmas. Tell me about Santa Claus. Big white beard. You got to talk here. Big white beard. Red puffy coat. And I thought he almost had a pill in his belly since he's so fat. All right. (laughs) Is he old or young? Oh, very old. He's, I thought it was like 103 already. Oh, he might be 103 <laughs> already. My name is Theo Jack Lehman. And how old are you, Theo? Four and a half. Four and a half? Um, tell me what Santa Claus looks like. He has a beard. What color is it? White. White. Is he old or young? Old. How old do you think he is? 90. Oh, 90. Um, okay, so where does Santa Claus live? At the North Pole. Who else lives up there? The elves. What do they do? They make the toys. They do. Okay, tell me what else about baby Jesus' birth. Did anybody come to visit him after he was born? God. God did. God is his real dad. God is his real dad. Why did Jesus come to earth as a baby? Because he loved us. Yeah. My name Luca. And how old are you, Luca? Oh, I'm five and a half. Oh, um, can you tell me what you know about Santa Claus? <laughs> tell me about that guy. He gives, he says, if we're naughty mm-hmm. or if we're nice, and he gives us presents. Yeah. What's he look like? He has big, like, beard. Yeah. And he has a hat on. Yeah. And he has a big tummy. How old is he? Oh, he's 100. 100? That's what Ben said, too. How do you guys know everything? I don't know. <laughs> Tell me, how does Santa travel? In a sleigh. In a sleigh. Who who runs the sleigh? Uh, reindeers. Reindeers. Do you know their names? Do you know their Billy, names? Bluka, <gasps> Millie, John, Jilly, um, Rudolph. Really? Oh, I heard Ready, one. Ready? Um, uh, that's all. How about Dancer. Prancer. Prancer. <laughs> Tell me your name. Levitin Bookwalfin. Who's your mommy? Amy. And who's your daddy? John. John. What's his last name? John Bookwalfin. That's right. Livy, how old are you? Three. Three. Can you tell me about um, Santa Claus? I saw Santa Claus on TV and and and. Jesus and Jesus was so old, and, and that mad guy killed him. Heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a, that's a fast version of that story. <laughs> she said Jesus was old, mad guy killed him. Heaven. It's like yeah, if you want to put it in one sentence, okay. <laughs> What's your name? 
Xana. Xana, how old are you? I'm four. You're four. You and I love the same thing. We love sparkles. Mm-hmm. And we love painting our toenails mm-hmm. and our fingernails. Why do you, are these um, shoes old? Uh, no, they're not super old. They, I have them, I've had them for a little bit. What do they look like? What do my shoes look like? Um, sparkle. Oh, yeah, girl. What color sparkle? Gold. Gold sparkle, our favorite. Zena, what do you want for Christmas this year? Um, cry babies that cry and wait. You want a baby that cries? Yeah. Okay, I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you want? No, no, a cry baby. I'm that, a cry baby. No, no. Oh, a baby um that cries and that has napkins. So you, and when um we um when we put the passy on, then uh, it stops crying. Oh, that's so sweet. And then it can go to sleep. What do you think Daddy wants for Christmas? I think a microphone that you can sing. Oh. <laughs> Who? What's your mommy's name? Annie. What's my name? Annie. What? We have the same name? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, what do you call me, though? Crazy Annie. That's right. What's no, your... Serious Annie. Serious, thank you. Do you have a favorite Christmas song you want to sing? No, um, well... But I have I have made up a new line of deck the halls. Oh, I'd love to hear deck the halls with lines of branches. Ah, 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 ah. Actually, it's wa 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 w. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new line. That's the new one. Yeah. That's the new line. Will you sing it one more time? Deck the halls with lo- lines of branches. Wa 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 wa. That's very good. I like it. <laughs> Thanks to the kids and the parents. Um, thanks to the kids for being the cutest. And thanks to my friends for having the cutest kids. I'm just so grateful. So thanks to the kids. I was able to corral in just a short amount of time. I love you guys. A couple of days ago, uh, passing by my office door was our podcast pastor, Pastor Kevin Queen. Actually, the pastor of Crosspoint that I just have made also into the pastor of our podcast. But Pastor Kevin was passing by and I just asked him if he'd pop in and talk to us a little bit about like, Okay, now that Advent is ending, right? It ends tomorrow on Christmas Day. The thing we've been waiting for is here. And we've celebrated since the girls came on from She Reads Truth and He Reads Truth. We've celebrated and talked about the waiting of Advent and what God is doing in Advent and what we are waiting for. And so I asked Pastor Kevin to step in and tell us a little bit about that and also what's coming next in 2019 for Nashville. I think no matter what city you live in, I think you're going to find this really interesting. So here is a couple of minutes here for our Christmas. Christmas show with Pastor Kevin. All right, Pastor of the Pod. Annie. Welcome back, Kevin. Oh, it's good to be back. Listen, we and I don't even know if you know this, but we already have you on the calendar again. So really? just hang on till February. <laughs> okay. We'll get you back. Oh <laughs> no. Um, thank you for joining us. This is the Christmas Eve show. We've got a lot. It's just a, like a little variety show, but I wanted you to pop in if you had a few minutes. And kind of just tell us a little bit. You've been doing the He Reads Truth Plan. Yes. I've done She Reads Truth Plan. And that's you actually decided to incorporate that into what our whole church was doing this season. Why is that? We did. Well, it goes back years ago. Um, Re did the She Reads Truth Plan for a long time. My wife. Yeah. Yeah. She... um, she did. She reads truth, and she uh, she finally converted me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so I began doing the plan, and I just I loved it that we were we were aligned and reading the same scripture. Now we don't we don't do our devotionals together, but that we were sharing the same material that we were reading yeah, through, and yeah. we were processing through. And so, it became conversational in the home, and we pick a verse out, and we might talk about it during the day. But it just became real. Um, 
just real natural and normal, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to life. And and so no, coming here and then knowing that uh, they're down in Franklin, you know, not yeah. far from from where we are, just um, and knowing as a church, just saying that we want to be uh, we want to be a people of the book, yeah. right? The people that that love the word. There's just there's this power that comes when. Um, when when there's a love for the Word of God and where there's a sensitivity to the Spirit of God. And yeah. when those two things come together, I really believe that's when that's when people are revived. Like that's yeah. when when they live the the flourishing life, the life we were created for. So yeah. so knowing how can we get people to love and what I what I love about um, He Reached Truth, She Reached Truth is is the way that they pull the Old Testament passages, the New Testament passages together where there's just an aha moment. Mm-hmm. Um even even if mm-hmm. Even finding things that you just you've never seen before, they've been the whole time. You're like, oh my gosh, wow. that's what happened yeah. to me today. Did you yes. see me tweet that? I said it today because they did the verse on um, uh, he will give you a new heart. He'll yeah. take your heart to stone it, and then it says, and then you will uh, obey his decrees and follow his word. And da, da da da. And I was like, oh, he went first. Yes, I had no idea this whole time. Like he first traded out my heart. Yes. for a heart of flesh and traded out my heart, and then I obey. It's yeah. not. Me and he responds to me. I'm always responding to him. Right, and those aha moments are addictive. Yeah, because you know, I've read that scripture a gazillion times <laughs> in my life. Right, and then and then you see it, and there's that right. there's that uh, that new idea, that inspiration. He illuminates the text. And yeah. You're going, okay, and then and then there's just this uh, there's this craving like I got to get back to it tomorrow. Like, yeah. and I think that's part of uh, that's part of what they do at Reads Truth that that's just so helpful for people that whether you've been reading the Bible for a long time or mm-hmm. whether you're just starting, mm-hmm. um, it makes it accessible. Yeah. And it's beautiful, right? I mean right. there's the aesthetics where you're just right. like, man, I, I am uh, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm going into a, a nice restaurant. Yeah, and a nice that's right. Meal. That's yeah. right. So it changes the setting. So for people who have celebrated Advent for the first time, it's Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and it ends tonight into tomorrow like tomorrow we get what we came here for like right. the waiting is over yes and you said something at church yesterday when we were praying that ha- that i like reflected on yesterday i reflected on it this morning you said it, i don't even remember you saying if you remember saying this but you said um let's worship today like he comes back tomorrow mm-hmm. like what if this is and i've been thinking so much about like oh yeah what if we if today's the last day i don't see him mm-hmm. how do i want to worship Right. If this is a, because once we see him, our faith is done. We don't right. have to believe anything we don't see anymore. Yes. So how do I want to live today? Yes. So what does it look like with Advent? How do we want? What do we want to do on Christmas Eve that changes tomorrow? Yeah, no, that's great. You know, I, you said I, it. I, I know it is great. I, I, <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That, <laughs> that was, was so good. That's the truth. I just tweet that. I love that though. Um, the idea of the, like our faith. This is at some point we don't have to do this by faith anymore. Right. And and I think you know I, I've always wanted not always but. As an adult, I think I've I've wanted to be a person who finishes well. Yeah. And so um, I remember there was one time, just like in a even a fasting season. Mm-hmm. God, would you give me the would you give me the heart of a finisher? You know, what does it mean to be a person who finishes well, especially in these seasons? Yeah. To go, man, I, I want to hit the I want to hit the finish line yeah. of just of anticipation. So so I think we, when we talk about how do we finish Advent, well, it's worship till the end. Yeah. You know, and, and really worship is where are we fixing our eyes? Mm-hmm. And it's it's just so easy in a holiday season where there are so many fun things, and it's just yeah. super fun. Yeah. And it's fun with you know family, fun with friends, but. But to fix our eyes on Him and and allow Him just to woo us and to draw us across mm-hmm. the finish line. That's why when the worship, I think in Advent, we're celebrating that He came one time, but at the same time, we're with the anticipation He is coming back again. Right. Like right. we are going to see Him in that moment. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what that's what draws me to that place. Yeah, that's it's something I've really thought about for two days now. Of like, if tomorrow I get everything I want, mm-hmm. 
what how do I want to live today? Yeah. And if tomorrow everything changes, how do I want to live today? Yeah. And on Christmas Eve, tomorrow everything changes. Everything changes. Everything changes. And you know, I think four hundred years of silence. It's done. Tomorrow. Done. Finished. Yeah. I, you know, and I think for for a lot, I mean, when I was growing up, this thought of Jesus coming back, like I, I prayed for it. You know, in final exam, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but, and but then there were times where I, where I prayed for, it, and then it, but then there was kind of this fear of like, oh, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I'm ready. But like, yeah. I think as you grow in your faith, like He is the one we want more than anything else in this life. Like, yeah. there's just this longing, our hearts long to see Him, mm-hmm. and then to think that uh, that two thousand years ago, that a handful of people, you yeah. Know, Got to got to see Christ coming yeah. in this world, yeah. and uh, in this obscure little place, and He meets us in the obscurity, yeah. you know, of life today in those places. As what well. has Advent been like for you? <clears throat> well, you know, it's been interesting for us as a as a church. Um, we had this whole series planned out, but then the first week of the teaching was on waiting. Yeah, and then it just felt like God said, "I want you to kind of scrap those plans." No, I, just want I you didn't to talk, know that. Yeah, I just want you to talk about waiting. Yeah, you, you did know? the whole all three. We're going to link to all three because I think they are just three of your best teachings mm-hmm. and I've listened to you intentionally for a year and a half and somewhat from 20 years, but I mean, it, that was some great teaching. Yeah. It, it, there are those times where you, where you feel like there's just, a, there's a kind of a, um, a, a real sensitive place in the culture that's open for the gospel in a way that um, that maybe um, maybe you haven't seen before. And so the window's yeah. open. It's like, man, I mean, I think we should knock on doors and go through doors, but sometimes when a d- window's open, you just jump. Just jump. You know, you jump yeah, that's the window, right, right. That's right. So and, you threw away the other two weeks and just kept going on waiting. Yeah, yeah. So that was the we were going to talk about a sacred a sacred time and a sacred place and you know. Yeah, kind of, I remember that basically. actually yeah, from outlining. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. And then you just tossed it and said, "Let's just talk about waiting." So, and we were just these stories were coming up of people who were who were waiting on the Lord. And some of them yeah. were messy, and then yeah. some of them were were fulfilled. And 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 it's just we. So we entered in, kind of entered into the mess yeah. of waiting because that's where most of us are in yeah. our lives. Yeah. yeah. So. What when you think about Christmas morning? What do you have a ritual? Is not the right word. Do you have traditions about you and God for Christmas morning? That are different. I mean, I know your kids are still probably wake up at. I mean, I can't imagine Bolton sleeps past four thirty on Christmas morning. <laughs> no, you know? they, are, they. I don't even know if they go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a great question. Yeah, I um, hmm. I think for us, like we'll gather together as, as a family in the uh, kind of family bed, yeah. like, and so we all pull together. It's like the one time that, like, you know, the kids, everybody, everybody gets yeah. in, the, in bed, and um, and we'll go through and we'll we'll read the Christmas story together as yeah. a as a family before you uh, open anything yeah before okay. we, before we go before we go down and uh, and so that gives that gives kind of, that gives a um, a reset like yeah. Um, yeah. to the heart so that's it's important and for us it's it's a lot of it's a lot of family yeah. right and it's a lot of uh, of sharing those moments and you know we we take re comes from a family where um where everyone just takes turns like it's all the focus is on yeah. on one on yeah. one person and i think that that kind of presses against the uh you know just the, the queen way <laughs> that's yeah. right that's just <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, that uh, reading that scripture and uh, and having that time together, reading that devotional as a family, um, is super meaningful. And we go through an Advent uh, reading as a family with the kids, and Re has an Advent calendar where we count down. And so yeah. so even having that reading, that's when we read the final, you know, the Christmas. She's an extraordinary reading. mother. Mm. Like it sometimes feels like she was born. She was born to do a lot of things. Yeah. Nobody was born to be a wife and a mom. I mean, that is not alone. Right. That is not. A full calling on anyone is to be in family because we all should be in family. But man, she's extraordinary at it. Yeah, she is wonderful at, at tradition. Like yeah, that's she is. it. That's and what just her nurture, her yeah. nurture heart. She's super disciplined, super strong. She's um, she's super stable. Huge encourager for me and for the kids. And I just I watch even 
even the way that um that like she works with them on school things like yeah. the compassion there but she it's interesting like just the tradition and she'll come up with new new traditions we were out at dinner the other night and um and she uh we had the kids together and and she said well let's do a scavenger hunt for um for christmas tree christmas lights like decoration in people's yards and so we came up we just all yeah, listed just a, a list yeah. of things so we listed about 15 things you know from so a fun. sleigh to you know noel on a yeah, sign yeah, and we yeah. listen to see him inflatable santa and uh and then we went through and we walked through um downtown franklin and we're walking to pass all these out trying yeah. to check things off the list yeah. you know? and uh and i was like man i love that because that'll probably become another trend you know and tradition. it didn't take money it didn't take money and no it didn't take a lot of prep time it, it is literally like while we're sitting here, yeah, we let's just come start up listing. with 10 things. We listed the things, and then yeah. we walked around to find them. And then we had to get in our car and drive around because they were a couple, like, yeah. elf, they're oh, elves. Then you were like, you whoops. Can, how are you going to find an elf? Like, we're looking for an elf, <laughs> for an inflatable elf. And so, yeah. uh, so you got to work hard. Those yeah. things, are they're kind of like trolls. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elves are scary, yeah, scary yeah. things. So we had trying. one on the podcast last week. Oh, did Little we? Scooter. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, we'll, you'll get to hear him. It's coming out. It's, it's you'll get to hear Little Scooter. He's So we could have just called him, and he could have gotten you one. Um, I think that's amazing about her. Yeah, the tradition thing. That's what I've watched her do so beautifully. Yeah. Is she she has these patterns that invite the kids to and uh, me and you invite people into um, what it looks like to have have yeah discipline's the right word, but it's not exactly the right word. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah traditions. I think that's the right word. I think that's what I, I think she it is. is. It's those anchor points because yeah, anchor some points. people that's are good. like um, are, are spontaneous, right? Yeah. And we love the spontaneity. We know we love the new. But then those anchor points we come back to every single year and we just, yeah. we know, and I think we all need predictable space in our lives where we can be at rest. You know, yeah. and it's those predictable places that just go, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. safe here. I can decompress, yeah. you know, and so that's what. Is there yeah. an expectation from God on people having quiet times on Christmas or on what happens between Christmas and New Year's? And like, mm. is he, does he expect us to have a quiet time on Christmas? You know, that's, that's funny. I, I I hope not because I, I maybe I mean I get up and I spend time with him, but I don't, I don't think I, I don't think God's got a, a list and He's checking it twice. That's you know right. I don't I don't think He's looking like okay. I think He wants to know: Do you love me? Then love yeah. the people around yeah, you. Yeah, and just be really great. Like I think He wants us to be grateful, and yeah. I think He wants to enjoy it with us. Yeah, you know. And so here's what something I would just encourage people: like almost like we took that list of fifteen things and we said, hey, we were on, like, what if you sat with God? on Christmas morning or maybe the night and just say, God, here's some things I'm looking for. Mm. You know, as we go into tomorrow, like here's yeah. some things I would love for you to show me uh-huh. and just kind of dream with him a little bit. And what if the spirit just gave you some things that you just began to write down and look for on Christmas? Because what you're looking for, like here's the thing, what you're praying for is what you're looking for. Mm. And what you're looking for, you tend to find. Yeah. And so what if we spent some time just almost dreaming with God about what we would love to see yeah. and let him meet us and things that... Don't cost money, but that are um, that are costly. Yeah, you know the things yeah. that uh, that are so valuable. Yeah, you said one of the things you said when in your teaching last week is the most valuable things you are waiting for. That weight is the most uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, that made me know about that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think we all do. We I all think do. everybody knows it's, about that's that. That's life. Yeah. yeah, that's real life. Everybody's a wanter. It it's part of the deal. Um, what are what did you ask for for Christmas? Um, Do grownups get gifts in your family? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it usually comes down to the week before, and we're like, "Oh, we got to get something." What do you right, you right, know? right, right. So, um, so I think I, uh, I think I asked for a, uh, asked for a pair of shoes, like workout yeah, shoes. I yeah. mean, it's really boring stuff, and, right? Uh, it's and such a, grown I asked up for stuff. a knife. I, I did. I asked, uh, asked Reefer, uh, yeah, for like a, 
buck knife or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we'll you see. can slit the um, can- canopy <laughs> above us. That's right. <laughs> um, okay, so going into the new year. Yeah. This is, we have one more show on Thursday with Eddie to kind of recap the year. Mm-hmm. But I'd love for you just real quick to kind of talk about like so many people that have, have gone like, okay, I've been hanging out with Annie for a little bit. I'd love to start reading the Bible. I'm going to start in January. Yes. Or they're going to do 100 Days to Brave with us. We're going to start January 1 and go through April 10th and do 100 Days to Brave. Or they go like, I'm going to pray about this thing. I'm going to do January 1. I'm going to start a spiritual something. Yes. What's your encouragement or advice to someone doing something like that? First thing is do it. Yeah. Like just go go after it. Yeah. I think um, I had a guy ask me one time, he said, if you've read, have you ever, about six years ago, he said, have you ever read through the Bible in a year? And I said, yeah, I've read through the Bible, but not in a year. And he said, um, he said, well, you should. Huh. And I was like, okay. Okay. And so, and so I just kind of thought about it. I was like, yeah, I could. Yeah. And so going through that, that Bible in a year for that, for that first time, um, but I wouldn't have done it without, a, without his challenge mm-hmm. and if I didn't start on January, January 1st. And yeah. so I think, you know, I think stepping into those things with a whole lot of grace, right. but then at the same time, like I think God wants us to, you know, grace, I think we were talking about this yesterday, that grace is not opposed to effort, it's opposed to earning. That was yeah. good. I wrote so it down so, every service. Yeah. I heard sorry, you every so, service, and I wrote down every so service. Just going, that, 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 yeah. that God still wants us to put forth effort, and then he meets us in that effort with more with more yeah. grace, yeah. with the grace to do the do the thing. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, so just, I, I'd say go after it. Yeah, go after and, it. Uh, and... And then you know, I think um, invite God into mm-hmm. into the difficulty and challenge of it, mm-hmm. and just pray, God, would you give me a heart of a finisher? Yeah, you know, yeah. like December thirty first, two thousand nineteen. God, yeah. I'd love yeah. to to complete the Bible, or you know, at the end, I'd love to complete these hundred days, yeah. and then um, and then give him like give him glory, like God, thank yeah. you, thank you yeah. that I got done, and yeah. uh, and be able to picture yourself being done, like yeah. uh, see that, and then look um, through. I well, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do New Year's experiments. Have we mm. talked about this before? No. Because everyone quits resolutions, hmm. just about. But everyone finishes experiments. You never, in science class, you never quit halfway through because you want to see if it blows up. I love that. And so with an experiment, you go, huh, who could I be? Yes. What if this was an experiment? Where Who could I be if I went on a 20-minute walk every day for the first 100 days of the year? Who uh, could I be? Yes. And um, who could I be if I read my Bible for five minutes a day hmm. every day this year? Hmm. Who could I be? Because I love, I love the emphasis on be. Yeah. And being rather than like doing. Yeah, right? that's right. I love that. Yeah. What am I going to become? What am I going to become? Yeah. yeah that's, it. that's it. And so you look back on December 31st of 2019, you go, I had no, I did not know the experiment was going to go like this. Yeah. That is so fascinating. It's, it is. And yet it did. So, and, yeah. and we're, and we're just, we're clumsy. Yeah. Like no matter what right. we say, we're just clumsy and giving ourselves the grace to be clumsy with yeah. it and just get back up. Yeah. I love the, uh, I love the picture metaphor. Um, Chip Dodd, the guy that you, you told me about an author you told me about, he, uh, he said in his book, he said, um, even his parents, he said, we're like giraffes on, on uh, roller skates. <laughs> and I love <laughs> yeah. that picture. I'm like, that's the way it feels like with a lot right. of these experiments, with a lot of these resolutions, but it's just right. getting back up and that's finding right. grace in the clumsiness. That's right. And going. you've most likely, you've got a lot more years to do this. Yeah, that's right. There's, I mean, we never know what to holds, but we're going to try 2019 a little different yes. and then readjust again. I did the same in 2018. Okay. Let's one more thing I want to talk about. Like, will you talk a little bit about the prayer and fasting that the Nashville churches are doing this yeah. month? Cause I, I, a lot of our listeners and friends that check in are parts of, or live close ish to us there. Yeah. So I'd love for you to talk about that. Yeah. So a friend of ours, Dave Clayton as a, uh, is a local pastor at ethos church and, uh, and Dave and I have, uh, just, 
built a friendship relationship. And it's yeah. just been, we've started gathering pastors together to pray. And so it was a group of about eight to 10. And then it just started to get some momentum. And then God put on Dave's heart to uh, to get local pastors, pastors of uh, of Middle Tennessee to, to fast and pray and their churches to fast and pray from January 27th to February 24th, mm-hmm. or February, January 24th to February 27th. And, no, you're uh, right. January 27th, February 24th, February Sunday 24th. to Sunday. Yes, yeah, Sunday yeah. to Sunday. And so that um, so that'd be 30 days of... Um, um, of fasting and prayer, and it started with a handful of handful of churches. Yeah. And and with this though, each person who uh, who says they want to be a part of this, they're going to get a packet. And there's a book that talks about uh, talks about what fasting is, and yeah. also when that there's going to be a um, a list of people who live in uh, Nashville metro area. And so each person will get a list of ten names. Oh my and, gosh! And so they can pray for those people. Those ten people by name. Oh. And pray that they would come to faith, and yeah. then they'll also have an address, and so they have the option to write a note and just say, "Hey, just want to let you know that uh, that, uh, that we the people of God, like in, yeah. uh, in Nashville, we're praying for you." Yeah. And uh, and so so it'll be um, significant. So then the thought that look, just hundreds of thousands of people across um, Middle Tennessee will be yeah. prayed for by yeah. name. Yeah. And uh, and we know that anytime God does something, um, you know, a broad stroke move of His Spirit, yeah. a revival awakening, it, it's it first starts with concerted concerted prayer. And so that's uh that's where we're going going for together. So someone who's in Middle Tennessee, how do they get involved? Yeah, so you can um you can go to Awaken Nashville. You just Google Awaken Nashville and you yeah. can click on there if uh pastors and leaders okay. invite your pastor. I think there are two hundred and seventy, two hundred and eighty churches <laughs> that have signed on just in Middle Tennessee. In Middle Tennessee. Awaken Nashville. Awaken Nashville. If you're not in Nashville, mm-hmm. what would it look like to to do this in your community? Yeah, I think, you know, I think to to get together with some other people and pray. I'd, I'd say don't go it out alone. Yeah. You know, to get some get people together and pray. Even just one other friend and, just go, hey, I heard Nashville's doing this. Right. And so what if join, we prayed these 30 days too? Join for those 30 days. And if you've never fasted, I just, I think it's the most powerful and effective Man, no kidding. spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to enter in that, and it's not legal, it's not legalistic. I mean, you can you can ask the Lord, ask God, how would you have me fast? Yeah. yeah. But, um, but it's a significant, um, especially when there are things like we're praying for a, awakening. Yeah, and we're praying yeah. for something bigger than bigger than yes, us, you know. Yes. And um, and so I joined with that. In fact, you can go to Awaken Nashville and you can find out more and it give the specifics yeah. of what that what that looks That's like. Awesome. So, you know, I've, been, I've really been asking the Lord, like, what does it look like for me to be a part mm-hmm. of this? I did a pretty significant fast last year, mm-hmm. and and where I am, I've had so many like I haven't talked about this very publicly, but I've had so many like weird body issues in the last few months that mm-hmm. I totally don't feel like the Lord's going like, yeah, go after pure fasting. I feel like that would, I would misuse that this Mm. time. And, but I've noticed that I spent a ton of time watching TV. Mm. And so, so it's not fasting by the definition of fasting for me. But what I'm like is like, well, if I need time to pray, maybe I stop watching TV for 30 days. Yeah. And it's not a traditional fast. John Mark Comer teaches that the only time you use fasting is when you're not eating food. Everything else is a is a version, mm-hmm. but man, it's so interesting. I've already even been thinking about like, oh, that's what my thirty days is going to look like. Is we're just going to quiet everything, yes, and we're just going to pray more. Yeah, and I think that's the cool thing is that everyone's fasts are going to look a little bit different, and um, but we're all making space to make time so that we can pray for God to do something here. I think Annie, I think giving yourself just like even giving yourself permission to go, okay, God, what does it look like for me to go off of the, you know, off of the traditional, you know, if, if yeah. you know, because of, because of 
dietary reasons going, okay, God, would you, would you show me what that looks yeah. like? And then respond. I think what he's looking for is, do I have a people who would, who would ask me, God, what do you want me to do? Yeah. And then, then respond. Yeah. And, and I think it really comes down to giving up something that you love for something that you love more. Yeah. Giving up something that you want for something that you want more. Yeah. And God, what I want more than a sandwich. Yeah. And what I want more than to binge watch a show yeah. is I want my friends to come to Jesus. Yeah. And he's saying, would you, because, because as Dave tells a story, he said, if, if I lost one of my kids, mm-hmm. if one of my kids was lost, what would I do? Well, I would go look for him. Yeah. And, uh, and Dave said, you know what? I realized that, uh, that God has a lot of lost kids yeah. in this city. And there are a lot of people who have given up looking. Mm-hmm. And fasting and prayer, no matter what we give up, yeah. is a way that we join God yeah. in, uh, in what he's burdened for and what he's passionate yeah. about. So. I, um, and I am a huge believer in fasting food and and being and in doing a traditional fast. And I have, a, I have another one scheduled for later this year. I, I wrote about that and remember God that I always fast on my birthday. But this one, it, I just I, I sense him going like, you, we're not we're not there right now. Yeah. But I do have you know I live in a new condo complex, and so I've thought, what if every day, mm-hmm. instead of what if I just lap? Yeah. And I pray for my because I, I can't ask the whole Nashville to be different, but I can, I can I can take some laps around my people that are, that are my neighbors. Yes. And then I'm gonna have to start answering the door when people start knocking because then God's gonna start doing stuff and it's gonna bother me. He is, and then <laughs> and then I love it because you're gonna pull confidence out of that investment in prayer. Yeah. And the time that conversation happens, now he's built up confidence. Like I've been praying for I've been this. Praying so for this you, neighborhood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so prayer, it does. Yeah. It just it changes us. Fasting changes us, and we yeah. and we find confidence not in the yeah. legalistic act. Yeah. But in that intimacy with Him. Right. You know. And right. and and when we're most intimate with Him. That's when we're less intimidated by other people. Yeah, you know? that's right. So I'll get my 10 people on my list, and then I'm going after my, go. my complex, that's my it. condo neighbors. <laughs> going after my neighbors and those 10. Neighbors plus 10. That's, that's right. Good. Netflix can wait. <laughs> my, this is us ain't going anywhere. That's right. I'm going to be just fine. Um, thanks for doing this. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're, a good, you're such a good addition to our show, so I'm grateful for you taking time. Oh, we love you, Annie. Thank you. Mutual. Definitely check that website out that we are talking about, awakennashville.com, and join in however works for you. Thank you, Pastor Kevin, for how generous you give to our show and um, to our church and to our city and to my life. I'm very, very grateful for you and Ree and the kids. Y'all are some of my very favorites. It wouldn't be a Christmas show without actually reading the story from the book of Luke of Jesus's birth. And there's no better person to read it than my mom. So not only did you get my dad in the show, my mini BFFs, Pastor Kevin, now also Pam. You're going to love it. Here is my mom reading the birth of Jesus from Luke. Luke 2, 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. 
and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as had been told. Thanks, Mama. Great job. We're so thankful that both you and Dad took time to be on the show today. I'm really, really thankful. If you've never read The Christmas Story for yourself, or if you need to read it in a new version or just hear it again, just make sure, you know, listen with open ears. It's an amazing story. It's in a couple of different Gospels, but Luke is the personal favorite of mine and the most commonly read one. So um, if you're looking for the book of Luke, if you don't own a Bible, perchance, you can download the version app of the Bible, and there are a lot of different versions on there. That's what I use when I'm reading myself. I'll read the NIV. That's the Bible I have. But then a lot of times I use the version app to read the message version or the Passion Translation or the ESV. I like that one too. Before I let my mini BFFs go, I had them all say a little message to you. So that's how we will wrap up our show today. Here are my mini BFFs with a little message. Merry Christmas, whoever you are watching this video. <laughs> listening to this podcast. That's what it'd be. Merry Christmas, whoever's listening to this podcast. Merry Christmas, Fuzzbass Fins. <laughs> and whoever's watching this podcast. That's right. There you go. Bye. Merry Christmas. I mean, no, friends. Merry Christmas, friends. Oh, well done. I love you, sister. I love you, sister. Merry Christmas, friends. Merry Christmas, podcast friends. Happy birthday, baby Jesus. Happy birthday, baby Jesus. You're done. That's it. Anything yeah. else you want to say about Christmas? You can say whatever you want. Yes. So, thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for having me, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Friends. Can you say Happy New Year? Happy New Year. And say Happy Birthday, Jesus. Happy Birthday, Jesus. Say, you're the best, happy Crazy Annie. To me. You're the best, Crazy Annie. <laughs> oh, I hope you enjoyed hearing a little Merry Christmas from my friends. You guys, we've got one more show for you this week. Eddie Koffeltz is back on Thursday. He probably really does wrap up the Christmas party. He's always the last guy. 
Itney Eliza every year. Every time. He's the last guy to leave a party. He's that guy you hope is still there, and he is. That's right. That's right. So he's the last guy to leave our party. He will have an episode with him on Thursday, and then we will have a break on New Year's Eve, and then we'll be back on January the 3rd with a new episode with Carrie Newhoff that I think you guys are going to absolutely love. Hey, if you guys need anything from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we've got ourselves a new website, and it's so cute. Thank you to Luke and Byron and their teams for helping us get that pulled off in the last few months. If you, That is the best place for you to go find show notes. If you're curious about links or if you want to get a direct link to one of our sponsors, if you want to see a picture of the guest, all that is up there on AnnieFDowns.com. If you go click on the podcast tab, there's a books tab, a podcast tab, and a speaking tab. Everything you could need to know from your friend Annie is there. And just a reminder, we are going to start 100 Days to Brave 2019 on January 1st. If you haven't gotten the book yet, go ahead and grab it or grab it the day after Christmas because I bet it'll be on sale everywhere. And we will start together on January 1st. It'll be super, super fun. You can get all the information about that just by going to my Instagram, Annie F. Downs. And there is a highlight in the Insta stories called 2019 Brave. And so just click on that and that'll give you all the details. So from my friends to you. From the Nashville assistant, Kate. Merry Christmas. From Eliza the Boss, Merry Christmas. From Jenna the CAO, Merry Christmas. <laughs> from Chad the Producer, Merry Christmas. And from your friend Annie, Merry Christmas, friends. I'm so, so thankful for you. Hope you have a great Christmas tomorrow and go out and make sure you do something that sounds really, really fun and a good bit Christmassy over today and tomorrow. And we will see you back here with Eddie Koffeltz on Thursday. You guys have a great, great Christmas. Christmas.